Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry feathered or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Hello and welcome. This is episode 138 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, where too much talking to pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Anderton, and I'm joined by a man who has been recently seen at Christmas Kingdom, just draping himself in all kinds of finery of tinsel and baubles, but no one is going to meet him under the mistletoe. It's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you going? I'm good. I'm good, Robbie. What's Christmas? What shop was it? Christmas Kingdom. Where's that? That's just down the road from here. It's a, um, oh. it's a, oh my, it is, it is absolutely bonanza time here at Christmas Kingdom um, in Mentone. Like it is um, uh, any, because they're shut for like 10 months of the year. Well, I was going to say, they're playing the long game. I mean, they're not open at Easter, are they? They're like, you know, they've got, you know, what, two months of the year, they've got to make all their money and then they're gone. They, they're on holidays. Well, funnily enough, this place has been there, I think, for about 30 years. They wow. own an entire massive block on Nepean Highway. Um, so they are they are not doing it tough. You know, wow. they, they I think they, they just enjoy selling uh, selling lights with uh, non-English instructions to them. Uh <laughs> What are they doing for the rest of the year, though? What's, what's the other 10 months entail to, for Tahiti? Christmas Kingdom? Yeah, I, I think they're just shipping over, just shipping containers full of blow-up Santa Clauses or oh, you know, right. other, other things, you know. I wonder if they're online. Oh, they Christmas, might be. Because there's a time difference. So overseas, we be having Christmas at a different time. Well, like in June. <laughs> Christmas in Ju- they could open in July, Christmas in July. <laughs> Well, they could do for people that want to drape their turkey that they have people call well, here in winter anyway, and summertime over in America, they might yes. do. They might, they might, uh, they might deliver to, uh, to decal gal. Not sure. Yes. Maybe she can check it out. Decal gal. Hope she's doing okay over there. Yes. I haven't, haven't heard from her for a while. Perhaps it'd be nice to get an email. Just check she's all right. Yeah. Um, mm. Speaking of all right, mate, how have you been going? What's been happening in your week this week? Oh, busy. Still yeah. busy. Still, yeah, just surgery. Surgery staff and consults, we're just same sort of thing. Just fully booked the start of the day. Surgery in t- your butt. Tiring. Off. Yeah, tiring, tiring. Actually, I had a had a, a interesting little little segue. How the um in your house, mate, still still uh, not wearing the socks? Oh what? The shoes! Robbie is wearing shoes. News flash. Robbie is now wearing shoes in in the newly renovated house. What's going on? Um, I didn't have enough time to change to, to take them off. You had to get in here to get the podcast going fast. Oh, so, right. fair so, oh, that's uh, understandable. Just, uh, the, the lucky thing is Christina won't hear this uh, for a couple of days. So by then the shoes will be off. So <laughs> otherwise I could, could get myself into trouble. Well, I was thinking this week, cause we had a dog in this week yeah. that uh, massive sock fetish, huge sock fetish. Oh so wow. This dog had, we'd seen, it's been in the clinic uh, once before. I saw it once before. I think uh, one of my colleagues saw it and thought it had a bit of gastro you know, sort of asking, you know, you know, anything exotic, you know, anything different, you know, you just sort of chit chat. And the next day I saw it still hadn't improved. Um, and sort of just chained the owner and I had a bit of feel the abdomen. I thought, well, there's something not quite right there. And I sort of, you know, have, have eaten any weird lately, eaten any socks lately. Oh yes. Yeah. He's eating socks. Yeah. yeah he eats, <laughs> eats socks. So, socks oh, right. aren't very exotic, mate. Everyone wears socks. Yeah, exactly. Maybe you're thinking some sort of, I don't know, like, like in the, 
used to get the exotic dancer. Maybe he was thinking along those lines, something oh, that exotic. Like a, like a, a feather, feather boa style. Like, yes. Possibly something really exotic. And so, but anyway, so the dog came in again and uh, uh, obviously got better because we sort of lost a follow up a little bit then and then actually came in this week again. The same sort of thing. We could feel something in the guts and. And, uh, and the comment from the owner was, well, he's already pooed three socks on separate occasions out in his, in his feces. He's already vomited two socks on separate occasions. So that's five socks. We're going, ooh, there's one missing. There's, oh. there's, there's still one missing. And then, unfortunately, this one didn't make it through. Went to, went to surgery. Yes. And I, I just sent you a video. But it removed a 30-centimetre one of the one of the socks you wear when you're you know you're getting in your fifties or sixties and you you've got your sandals on and a nice pair of khaki oh, shorts that, that and you're is wearing wearing that is a, a nice very long sock a nice knee high sock mate and that's what we uh, Julie one of my bosses went in and uh, and had to pull that out very yeah. stretchy sock that just, yeah. just was not going anywhere so yeah no wonder that, that one wasn't coming through yeah yeah oh, so did, there you go. Did, was one of the ones that had passed? Was it? Was it that? Oh my goodness! It is like a, it's like a boa constrictor coming out of there. It is very long. I'm not sure we can upload it. I'm not sure I've got permission. I'll just send it to you, and we'll talk about it on the podcast. Wowzers! But, yeah. But the sad thing is, that the dog's only five months old. Oh dear. Yeah, yeah and it's right. having you know having all this stuff where they um where um you know that's that's what's two three pairs of socks. Yeah, that's right. Essentially, uh, that have come gone into it, and uh, and so there's a little bit of an issue having sort of a chat to the owner, and we're not just just uh, uh, there's a, there's perhaps talk about trying to rehome to a home where uh, where socks aren't left lying around, perhaps uh, so like, much. Maybe, so. maybe move move to um to Byron Bay where nobody wears shoes or socks, or, or or your house, mate, where the only socks are those ones that are on your feet. Yes, yeah, or covered nice. covered by shoes in the house. Ex- um, Ooh. Yeah, we had a um, we had, I had a dog a couple of years ago now, an older golden retriever. Um, that uh, the couple had it back back when they started um started going out. Gesund- oh, Robbie, nice sneeze. Gesundheit. All right. Oh, excuse me. Couple of sneezes uh, there. Yeah, you've been tested, mate, lately. I have. Well, I think. Been- oh. <laughs> yeah. No. All right. Let's move on to the new um, news because Robbie's yeah. shaking to death. Um. So there was a um. They, so then they end up having um, having three kids, and then um, as time wore on, this, this golden retriever, so he's thirteen years old now, yet developed a penchant for eating kids' socks. Um, and so there was about four occasions where I saw him, where the owner brought him in, and we made him vomit, and he vomited up the sock. And um, it, all the time, I'd say to the owner, "I said, look, would you would you like the sock?" She said, "No, no, no, I'm not. No, no, thank you, <laughs> thank you very much." But then the last Lovely time. Offer. The last time she said, uh, actually, I will because these are my son's favorite socks and I've told him what would happen if he didn't look after his socks. So now I want to show him his favorite sock that the dog's vomited up and then it's going to go in the bin to try and help to teach him a lesson. So, so they ended up having to get, um, get kitty gates um, in around the house to try and keep the dog away from, because like the kids were like little toddlers, you know, but they're like, yeah, they just rip the socks off left, right and center. So, um, so yeah, it was, um, it was getting, uh, getting a bit crazy. The number of times we're making this dog uh, puke the socks up, but we go, we always got them up, you know, they're nice and soft. And, you know, I guess if you're lucky enough that you can get them up, then, you know, happy days. Otherwise you've got to pull out a boa constrictor. Well, yeah, that knee-length one that came out of the guts, impressive effort, really, to, to first to be able to eat that, um, and then number two, that, yeah, that we obviously previously pooed and vomited them out, 
but uh, but amazing surgery. Well, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's going to have taken a fair bit of swallowing, as you say, because like that is not a short sock. Like that's no. a, that takes determination. You know, that takes the whole um beauty, uh, um lady and the tramp thing a little bit further. You know, rather than the yeah. bit of pasta, just a yes. dog on each end of the knee high sock and just. Yeah. <laughs> It's more than it's more than just a yeah one one snatch and a bite and a run away with the sock, isn't it? You know, it's it's and swallow it. It's a it's a genuine attempt to swallow. So it, oh, it'd be halfway down its esophagus and still the other half is back mm. out of its mouth. That's mm. insane. Mm. Um, Incredible. Yeah. How's your so, week been? <laughs> so uh, so we, we alluded last week about my uh, about my broken finger. Um, yes. So of, of which you've been trying to put your blue your glue stick. Oh, now you now you've attached your kitten on the end of it. I've got a funny story about it's that a, later on. It's so, a very big finger, mate, that you've got yeah, going on there. It, it is, yeah. So um, uh, I had an incident uh, at the door handle between the waiting room and the prep room um, broke a couple of weeks ago. And so door handle came out and just was left there with a little hole. And uh, last, last <laughs> week, on. hang on yeah. a second. You know, when your mum says, don't put things in little holes that you find indoors. <laughs> oh no. You know, you know, mum was you, telling the truth. Did you get locked in or Robbie? No, no. So I, um, I mean, I could have walked around the long way, but you know, I'm times money, Lewis, you know, I'm a busy man. I've got to get to get to get the cat back to the owner as quickly as I can. Yep. So I've got the cat in the carrier finger in the little door, door handle hole, tried to pull it out. Finger slipped door moved. Oh, crackage. Crackage. So, so I've got a little break in my, uh, in my finger, um, as diagnosed by, um, Uh that's yeah, of course you went down to the GP and then the GP referred you to a, a local uh, radiology clinic and then you had the x-ray. Yes, continue. Uh, but then it was, a, it was just a terrible accident that I sort of happened to fall over on, you know, as an occupational careful, health and careful, safety. Careful, yeah. careful, um, careful. So, no, so, don't. So, so I went and, um, went and spoke to uh, my physio, mate, um, and said, look, I'm, I'm worried that I've broken my finger. And he said, yes. well, look, yeah, yeah. Um, maybe go and see a GP to see whether or not you get a CT scan just to make sure it's not through the Joint. I said, oh, because he's like, look, it's your index finger, it's your, cert, you know, it's your dominant hand. You want to try and check and make sure. So I went and saw the GP and, uh, and he said, no, you don't have to worry about that. You can bend and flex your finger. So it's not in the joint. You know, there's no need to have to go and do any further investigation. You know, that's don't even worry about splinting it. Just take some pain relief. And if it's Ooh. still sore in six to eight weeks, come back and see me. <laughs> six to eight weeks. That's interesting. Six to eight weeks. Right. Now, let me tell you that my finger is pretty freaking sore. Um, and particularly when you're at work and, you know, if it's not protected and an animal pushes it the wrong way and, I don't know, let's say you're opening back up the small little fracture that you may or may not know is in your finger. Mm. Um, you know, that was a bit... Oh, I thought that was a, that was interesting. So anyway, so I've gone and made myself a splint out of some uh, veterinary um, splinting material. Um, I had to make another one because the nurses, I had to, cause, so as Christina showed you before, I can take it on and on or off for, yes. cause I can't for, put anal glands. in with it. So, yep, yep. well, so I've managed to go the entire week without having to do anal glands until today. <laughs> so today was the test, a cavalier four-year-old cavi had to try and see whether or not I could squeeze out the anal glands. With the bandage off, you know, I mean, I'm yes. not a, I'm not a cruel man, Lewis. No. So, uh, so bandage off and I'm in there having a squeeze going, this ain't, this ain't much fun. Like I can, I can hurting. sort of feel it, feel it hurting a little bit just from sort of squeezing on it. So yeah, you know. Wow. So anyway. Oh, mate. So do you think it's, uh, you're due for a follow-up x-ray at all in the, you know, is it a couple of weeks? How long have we been? 
Uh, yeah, well, it's only been one week, so another few weeks, I think. Um, uh, hopefully, it should go down still with the pain relief and that everything will be fine yeah, without, uh, without needing to do any further intervention. A- any chance uh, the uh, said GP be listening to the podcast, mate? Might get a nice email or something? Well, unlikely because I did see him at the um, at the, the the local Japanese restaurant buying his lunch yesterday, and so I heard his voice because he has a uh, you know, a, a, a distinctive drawl. So I uh, um, said to Christina, "That's the doctor," and quickly <laughs> slipped off the splint and put it in <laughs> did my pocket. You really? Yeah. You yeah. want him to see you with it? You don't want to case. feel like you weren't following his advice. I, I didn't want it to. I didn't want a, 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 a difficult interaction to ruin my ramen noodles, Lewis. So you know, I had to. I was he by? Was he behind the counter cooking? He's, a, he's working. He's working two jobs. Two Poor jobs. Guys. Yes, Poor yeah, yeah. So when he, so when he's not telling people to stay in pain for six weeks <laughs> by day, he's uh, he's he's twirl, twirling gyoza at night. <laughs> Fantastic. Did he have a suggestion of what sort of pain relief you might find suitable? Just a oh, panadol. Yeah, no, I think he. You know, he said, "Don't even ice it. Don't worry about anything. Just, just you know, like wow." Well, thank, well, things thank have changed. You yeah. Mm, yeah, okay. thank, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you for your comments. And of course, you know, because I went to my normal GP and not a, a bulk billing one, I got, um, you know, it was a uh, cost me $90 <laughs> for the, for the privilege of being told, uh, no, you're fine. Just stay in pain for six weeks. I, go, I could have just decided to stay in pain for six weeks myself. Anyway, yeah. that's fine. Oh, well, that's fine. Well, I'm pleased, you, I'm pleased that that finger is about, for those who can't see the podcast, it should be everybody other than you. Exactly. That finger is about five times the size of the microphone that he's holding in his hand. He's ginormous. It's like you're holding two microphones, mate. I reckon, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good effort to split, but I reckon you do a smaller one, surely. Oh, I could, I could, but you know, I mean, the good thing is with this is it's cheap and because then when it gets dirty, I can just throw it out and make no, another no. one. And you yeah. probably like the sympathy everyone noticing. What happened to your finger? Oh, absolutely. And then, you, oh, look, and then he's got a kit. crap story. There, there was a kitten that was caught under a drain. And so I had to try and put my finger into the drain to try and pull the drain out to try and save the kitten's life. And unfortunately the drain slipped and then it cracked a little finger and it yeah. cracked, cracked my finger and it was a terrible, terrible thing. So I reckon there's yeah. nothing like having just a little bandage, even a small bandage on your finger for every owner asking you, what happened to your finger? You know, it's like they want a good story. They want to be able to say, well, you know, I was, I was at the Melbourne zoo and, and I was just examining one of the tigers and he just mauled my finger off or, or, you know, I had this aggressive dog. Cause I think it just must fascinate people that, that we can handle these animals that are really, some of them are quite feisty yes. and have, and the few number of injuries that we do tend to get. So, but well, yeah, I don't know if you find that, but it's, it, does, it all takes a little bandage on your finger or on somewhere. And yeah, and, and lots of questions. Well, it does. Yeah. And, uh, and unfortunately the one time or what, one of the couple of times this week where I wasn't actually wearing my splint, um, I was seeing this 44 kilogram um, uh, rambunctious uh, Ridgeback. And um, so I had my hand behind my back thinking this dog's yeah, just jumping everywhere and I don't want him to jump on and hurt yeah. me. Right. So then with my hand behind my back, what does the dog do? The dog then jumps at me, right? And pole drives me into the wall. So then my hand then just cracks straight back on oh. the wall. Right. And all I hear is I hear this massive big click. And I go, I'm just gonna be back in a minute. I'm just gonna go and put a bandage on my hand. I won't be a second. And I'm walking, I got I've just got tears rolling down my face. Oh, mate. I said, dog just smashed me into the wall and I've just cracked my finger again and I'm freaking out of the wall. So yeah, yeah. So does that fun. 
per the GP, is that another six weeks that you, you you're on the you, you half a Panadol, or is that where does that put in the in the timeline of your GP's recommendations? Well, I, I, I did I did follow his recommendation and didn't didn't ice it or, or do anything <laughs> else, and yeah, but I did put a splint on it, so I did go against his. Uh, and and yes, it stiffens up and all that sort of stuff when it's in there, but you know what? It also doesn't hurt, you know. So there's not much point in being you know, being painful if you can enjoy if you can no. avoid it. Um, no, definitely. So, so I well, need to try and develop a reputation, Lewis, of trying to be a little bit braver because um, I'm, I've been told that I'm developing a reputation in other things um, indirectly at the clinic. So oh, no. get this, right? So um, uh, one of our nurses confided to me that uh, there was a, 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 a owner who rang up on the phone and was um, very displeased, um, who said that I'm developing a reputation of excessively wanting to remove the back teeth on dogs. <laughs> what? Right? So what? I'm developing right. a reputation wow. and trying to remove back teeth on dogs. Now and and he's 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 really really serious of that um that he reckons I'm developing this reputation so much so that he's threatened to go and talk to his mate who happens to be one of the main um DJs on one of Melbourne's major talkback radio stations Ooh. to try and say about how he feels that I am yeah uh, excessively recommending the removal of uh, of animals teeth. Now you know what I did Lewis right? I thought you know what I better actually go back and check and see whether or not, see just what advice I've given this owner. So I went back and when I saw him with his dog six weeks ago, um, I did comment to him that the dog had pus coming out from <laughs> underneath the gum, underneath its teeth. Now, believe it or not, I had actually mentioned to this owner about the state that his dog's teeth were a little bit dirty 12 months before. Yep. Right. And so then when I saw the dog's teeth the six weeks ago and said, look, there is a chance that we may have to remove your dog's teeth. Hopefully we won't. But if we do, because of all the infection there, it may be that we need to take it out if the roots are, absor uh, are exposed and the teeth can't be saved. Well, well now, pus, pus around the teeth, mate, that's a fair indication of a, a tooth root infection or something similar and would, would certainly indicate to me those teeth might need to come out, mate. Or at, at least to warn an owner, Lewis, yeah. rather than cavalierly going in there and saying, you know what, everything will be grand. Yeah. And get in there and have to ring them up and say, oh, actually, no, I need to remove all these teeth. Because you know what else I find really fun, Lewis? You know what one of the things I love doing in this job? Oh. Sitting <laughs> yes. down and removing yes. three root teeth from the back of dogs' mouths. The I love nothing more. That are healthy, that are really firmly rooted oh, in, not yes. infected, just totally healthy teeth. Let's take those teeth out today, nurses. What do you think? Yeah, what, what, what have I got? Have I got an extra hour at my sleeve to try and flap <laughs> and section this tooth and then charge inadequately for it? Because I know that if I charge my actual time for it, that the owners probably wouldn't let me mm. do it. I'm mainly doing this to try and help out with the dog's pain that it's got in its yeah. mouth. So there you go, mate. I am developing a reputation. You, you've, I've always thought that about you, mate, that you were, you were developing a back tooth fetish, extraction fetish. And and, uh, and I am waiting for the the, the Neil Mitchell, I think. I think. Oh, look, we don't friend. want to mention names. Oh, it's not Neil Mitchell, right? I don't want to mention names, but I'm, I'm, I'm preparing myself, mate, for the expose. Yeah. Talk back radio. I'm ready for a fiery phone call from a certain disc jockey, you know, uh, you know, wow. commentator, media commentator, so that then I have to uh, try and justify this 
reputational development that I've procured. But you know what? If I'm developing a reputation of trying to take away pain out of dogs' mouths, mate, I'll I'll, I'll get the T-shirts printed up right now because so be it. (laughs) It's incredible, isn't it? Because I think, you know, when I see... You know, owners are often worried about taking out teeth from from their pets, and that's that's understandable when we're doing the the dentals. Mm. And the thing, I, almost I, I say that to owners nowadays is, um, you know, look, if we go in there and yet yeah, it's just like you have, and there are teeth that are that are rotten or they're, they're fractured or they've got exposed roots or whatever it might be, they've got receding gums. You know, maybe we will do an X-ray and they need to come out. Unfortunately, I will ha- will take those teeth out. Yep. Yep, there's an option of going to a specialist and doing this and that, but you know, really, the end of the day, some of those teeth just might need to come out. And I'll say to owners, look, I'm not really in the business of taking out teeth that I don't need to take out. So, you know, I know you're concerned about it, but we only take out teeth that need to come out when we're in there. Yeah, because it, it ain't much fun taking out no, teeth. I'll be no, perfectly honest with you, no. you know, and and especially three root teeth. And in little dogs, we got to try and you know lift their gums back and then do the flap and expose. Surgical, difficult. yeah. Oh man, yeah, you know that's, mm. a, that's that's just what fills my day. So yeah. <laughs> anyway, you know what else fills my day, mate? No what? Zilkeen. Zilkeen fills my day. So after I've been told that I'm developing a reputation unnecessarily, sometimes I feel the need to try and calm myself down. So I just, I just, I just sort of pop, pop a little bit of Zilkeen just, you know, on the, on the back of my hand and then, you know, squirt a bit of lemon in a, you know, uh, you know in, a, in a, in a tequila <laughs> shot and just take that and then, very, and then take, very some nice. more, take some more teeth out. Um, no, Zilkeen, um, yes. alpha a uh, very mild, calm, anxiety relieving medication um very natural very very safe uh based on a uh, on a milk protein it's a it's a nutritional supplement lewis so yeah. incredibly safe uh, have you it, used it at all this week i have mate i had a a dog that came in owner was going on the spirit of tasmania down to tassie uh Ooh. across uh, across bass strait which is one of the roughest seas well in the world potentially yeah. for our for our overseas listeners and and there's a ferry that that does a nightly crossing so they were taking their dog on there and when you take your dog on there they were saying you, they just get put in a, a sort of a small kennel area mm, yeah uh, with other dogs and so they're really worried how the dog would cope so we said i said look let's start on some zilkeen um and uh, and see how we go i'll give you some for on the trip over yeah and then they're staying there a couple of weeks and then i'll give you some to start a few days before you come back um and and really something that i, I knew we could give straight up it's going to be safe it's not going to cause any sedation it's not going to have any nasty you know potential side effects um and and in that short notice that i had it was really good to be able to, to, be able to give him something to to say this will help for the calm for that short trip excellent so, what an indication go. for that one yeah it's a good one really good and also big thank you to delicate care our other sponsor the australian made australian owned uh product full of uh well kangaroo and and duck is their main proteins that they use so um, they've got the dental care, the skin and stomach uh, range for the dogs. They've got mobility support. They've got the weight management. They've even got the dental treats um, for dogs. So, so dental go and treats check them out. now too. Look at that. Yeah, yeah, yeah they've got some one. dental treats. So go go to your vet and uh, they're vet only, vet approved foods. Um, we did a wonderful interview with uh, the professor, Nick Costa. Yes. Stuff a while back. So go back and have a listen about how they make that food. Fantastic food. So, And also thank you very much to our Patreon supporters. Uh, yeah, check us out patreon.com search for two vets talk pets thanks um guys for uh, uh donating if you would like to support the podcast little two dollars a month um lewis will um send off a sticker now the q lewis pull a funny face 
There it is. There we go. Sticker on as big as Robbie's thumb cast that he's got. Yeah. How about that? Anybody that joins up podcast, joins us with Patreon, mentions episode 138 with your sticker, I'll send you over a cast that I've worn. What? We're meant to maximum of two casts. Maximum of two casts. Oh, there's a limit. A limit. A limit. Two casts only. There's the one that. The one that the nurses dropped and then the one I'm wearing now. Just like you don't take out teeth unless you have to, people don't join up to get a cast, mate. That's How do you a, know? That's not Prove an incentive. him wrong, listeners. Prove him wrong. That's not an incentive at all. <laughs> anyway, what's in the news this week, mate? So, um, a very topical at the moment um, as we're coming into the warmer weather. Um, this is from uh, ABC. Uh, ABC Sunshine Coast, Kylie Bartholomew. Um, Grudel Humphrey severe poor burns prompt heat wave warning from Sunshine Coast family. So, right. we've spoken about this previously on the podcast. And so, I thought leading up to summertime and the warmer weather might be a good, uh, a good time just to remind people of uh, taking care with your pet paws, particularly your dog's paws, if you're going to be running them around on hot, hot concrete and asphalt. So Humphrey, the 18-month-old Grudel, had been playing around the edge of the pool at his Sunshine Coast home for about 40 minutes when he started limping. There was a little bit of blood and we thought, oh no, he must have cut it as he's running around, owner Claire Martin said. Soon after, the family noticed what looked like a laceration on the Golden Retriever Poodle Cross and Humphrey started shaking. Ms. Martin's husband, Nev Patterson, Hi, Nev. You don't hear of many Nevs anymore. So, you know, get on your Nev. Uh, and his daughter, Jessie, rushed into an emergency vet where they received a shocking diagnosis. Humphrey had suffered burns. The vet said that he had severely burnt two of his paws and the wound wasn't a cut. The skin of his paw was actually hanging off, Miss Martin said. We didn't for one minute think that it was a burn. It wasn't crazily hot. It's like, holy dooly! We didn't expect it to happen in our garden on white tiles, not even black tiles or bitumen. And it's November. It's not even summer. Miss Martin said the family knew about the risks of walking a dog on hot bitumen or sand, but they had no idea their much-loved pet was in danger in the backyard in the late afternoon. Ahead of summer and forecast heat wave conditions, the Sunshine Coast family has shared their story to warn others. He was in so much pain for the first three days. He was just staring at walls, wasn't himself, and was quite anxious. So it was quite traumatic for him. I had no idea how quickly it could happen and how severe it can be on their little paws. Wow. Holy dooly, mate! Holy dooly, hey! Holy dooly! How, what, how Australian? What a uh, what what a great uh, Australian acronym of uh, of you know to try and p- portray just your, your your amazement. Holy dooly! I Holy love it. Holy dooly! Wow! Holy. There you go. Actually, that links really well with um with uh, a topic I was going to talk about today was heat stress. So oh, nice! Might, there you go. Might, what a segue! It might lead into heat stress. Uh, actually, I've got something else first that was in the news. This, yeah, this, go for will, it. Uh, this will astound you, mate. This oh, came from... Holy dooly! Yeah, this is holy dooly. I can't actually read where it's from, but it's from... If anyone... Look, if I'm reading out from some website and you're listening and I haven't attributed to it, please let us know and I will attribute to it. It's a 20 ways coconut oil oil can help your pet. Oh, yes. Now, did I you know it. there were 20 ways, mate? 20. I, I know of three, but I, but I couldn't believe there was another, another 17. Yeah. This ties in with your, with your mate and his, uh, and his teeth. He, he thinks you're removing for the fun. Oh, good. My, my, uh, my, my reputational development. Yes. 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 Well, number one, 
improves or eliminates bad breath. Wow. Yes. So, so that's, simple. That's probably the problem is you could just be prescribing coconut oil instead of a dental to extract those rotten teeth. And then you wouldn't have that reputation anymore, mate. Just coat it with a nice sheen of coconut oil. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Number two. So simple. Helps control dry skin and dandruff. Oh, of course it would. Yeah, na- naturally. Yes. Yep, yep. Number three, improves arthritis and other join and ligament problems. Join problems? Join problems, yes. So if you've got a sore join, maybe yep. your finger join. Yes. Where it join to your hand. A join to the door handle, yes. <laughs> That's right. It maybe I should put it on the inside of the door handle hole so that my finger can slip out a little bit easier, Lewis. That's, that might be what they're talking about, mate. So have you thought about rubbing, just dipping your, your finger in a bit of coconut oil instead of the cast? Well, look, I've, I've dipped it in other things, um, but not the coconut oil. So I guess oh, there's I, a chance. I, I know I've got some in the cupboard. Does, does coconut butter work? So I know we've got some coconut butter there. Oh, I don't know. Uh, this article good... only goes into coconut oil, so yeah, if, if that'd be if, off-label. If only I could get a link, we could, we could email them. I can't actually see. It's all blurry. It's not Number it's four, Evans, is it? it? Yeah, well. Yeah, not, not Manu. It could be. Four, helps with weight loss and control. Oh. Just control, not weight control. Yeah, yeah. Weight loss and control. So controlling yep. yourself. Number five, this is my favorite, helps treat fleas. Oh, yeah. yes. Have, you, have yeah. you, you know, I have never seen a flea survive being dropped in a bucket of coconut oil. Yeah, not especially, once. especially a hot bucket of coconut oil. Never hot survives. Hot oil. Yeah, hot oil never survives. Just sizzles. Just sizzles. <laughs> Jump out of that one. Speaking of that, number six, soothes hot spots. Oh, well, once a flea's bitten them and they've gotten a hot spot, yes. bang on the coconut oil. Well, if they're on it, they don't need, they don't get a hot spot. Because no, they, they don't get the fleas to get it. Yes. Number, number seven, helps control body odour. Oh, well, right. Gee, if, if, you, if you've got a step, maybe I should have done that with the dog that I squeezed its anal glands today. I should have just doused around its tail with a little bit of coconut oil. Squirt some coconut after oil. After I dunked my finger in the coconut oil afterwards, I could have just rubbed it around its, around its date there. <laughs> number eight, conditions skin and coat. Conditions. What? Right. That with the third one that it helps with dry skin. Yeah, no, yeah they're doubling up. Nineteen. Yeah. Nineteen. <laughs> Nineteen. Nineteen. Definitely. The others are all valid, but mm, can't double no, up. Let, I'll be the judge of whether the rest of them are valid, mate. I'm judge, jury, and executioner here. Number nine helps balance thyroid issues. <laughs> nothing. Nothing gets you like an unbalanced thyroid. That's right. I'll, I'll exactly. give you the tip right here. Yeah. Are they rubbing it on the thyroid or what are you doing there? How do you balance well, the thyroid? As, as you're trying to get rid of the itchy skin, you know, some of it just gets into the thyroid gland there. You know, I hear that it's as good as radioactive iodine now for thyroid issues, yeah. for rebalancing it. For too long, balancing thyroid has been literally a tightrope walking act. Yes. Now, made much more, much more simpler thanks to coconut oil. That's amazing, isn't it? Uh, number 10, helps control yeast overgrowth. Yeast overgrowth. Yeast just, overgrowth. So, so would that mean that if I put that into a jar of Vegemite, it would make it disappear? <laughs> yeah. Congeal. Good. Congeal it. Just would separate out. Oh, my oil goodness. Water. It... Oh, split. get away from it. Get away from it. Coconut oil is the Moses of Vegemite. Is that what we're saying here? You're spot on, mate. I think so. Perfect. That might be number, that number, number 17. Oh, helps, nice. Helps part the waters. <laughs> Uh, 11 helps heal cuts and wounds. Good. Right. Yes. 
12? As, oh, as opposed to the immune system? Oh, holy dooly. Holy dooly. Used as a pad conditioner on dogs. Holy dooly. Holy dooly. There it is. What a segue. <laughs> wow. wow. And number 13, helps boost energy. Oh, I'll tell you what. If ever I need some energy, I had a bounty myself. Boosts me <laughs> right up. Right I've, up. I've, I've got my bath currently full of coconut oil. I'm going to be dipping myself in it before I run my marathon tomorrow. Yeah, just be just because I. It's going to be. It's going to. It's going to help my dry skin. It's going to give me energy. It's going to balance my thyroid. It's just. It's all win. Is I there reckon, any, Is there anything in there about helping out with um with you know uh, bad arches? Does it help out with bad arches? Bad uh, uh, Sorry, arches. Arches. Oh, there's a yes. there. Sorry, mate. Sorry. Yes. You just yeah, broke yeah, up yeah. a little bit there. Yeah. No, or does no. it do something for flatulence? Does it? Well, eliminates odors. Eliminates so, odors. Yeah, yeah yes. we covered that. So, yes. So it does. It does do stuff for your arches. Arches. Not, Excellent. You, you mean the bottom of your feet? My my smelly arches after a long run. Yeah. <laughs> well, it does help with fur balls and coughing. So it falls nice. your feet, you know, Of course that. it does. Yeah, it lubricates it all. Yeah, straight of out. Course. And then it helps out with your smelly odour out the other end. <laughs> so boost energy. So you could rub it, I suppose, rub it on your neck or balance your thyroid and boost your energy at the same time and help Perfect. with those yeast infections in your arches. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Everything improves your immune system. Helps. 14, helps eliminate parasites. And we cover that with fleas. I oh, know. There's a double... 18. 18. 18. You're right, mate. Improves nutrient absorption. <laughs> sure. Yeah, especially right. the coconut oil. It really, oh. Giving coconut oil increases the absorption of coconut oil. I, I wonder if Delicate Care does a coconut oil and, uh, and kangaroo. Well, ask the, po- to, ask the prof. <laughs> improve absorption. Maybe, maybe that's in their, in their dolphin diet. Uh, uh, <laughs> yes. Number 18. Helps, helps with cognition, help, cogni- cognitive health. Right, okay. Oh, gee, you're not going to forget what, that, are you? Don't remember what they're talking about there. What number are we <laughs> up to? No idea. 19. Oh, this is with your arches. Reduces or eliminates wart and fungal infections. So it does help your arches, mate. Yeah, but we've already covered the, the, the yeast. 17. <laughs> but warts, that's separate. That's, warts. What's, what's, yeah, number 20, right. this is important. This is important. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm hanging on the edge of my seat. Oh, I know. You'd think they're building up to the best one. I've got, I've, I've, I'll drop my hoolie. I'm ready. I'm hanging on my dooley until I hear it. Heels udders on dairy goats and cows. <laughs> dooley. There you dooley. go. To ching. There it is. Rub it on your udders, ladies. So, there you go. So 17 ways coconut oil can help your pet. Solved. <laughs> there we go. How about that, eh? Incredible. Yeah, after, after, after that, let's have a break. Yeah, sounds like a plan, mate. I'll come back and we'll talk about heat stress when we come back. Hey, Robbie, I'd love to give a shout-out to our friends at PetSure for their awesome free webinar series. Yeah, man, I heard about those. Aren't they called Pause and Learn, as in P-A-W-S? <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, mate, there's nothing like a good acronym. It got your attention. <laughs> it certainly did, mate. But seriously, the PetSure webinars cover some amazing topics, though. They sure do. There's one on COVID-19 and pets, very topical, and essential viewing for all 
concerned pet parents in this COVID-19 world. Indeed, mate, and for vets as well. Oh, you're absolutely right. There's also another one called Setting Up Your New Pet for Success. And here's one that's really important, Helping Pets Avoid Separation Anxiety. That'd be right in your wheelhouse, wouldn't it? Oh, mate, love that. Anything on behaviour, that's absolute gold. Oh, mate, it's all gold, gold, gold for pet sure here. And you know they're presented by Pet Shores Chief Vet Dr. Danny Hulhan, friend of the podcast, and also they have a range of other pet experts for each topic, so you know you're getting the good stuff. Oh, mate, that sounds great. So to learn more about these webinars or to register, visit petsure.com.au slash webinars. Registration is free, but spots are limited, and since we've just registered, two less... So make sure you secure your spot today. Oh, T's and C's apply. Visit petshaw.com.au for more information. All advice on the show is generally in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if there's anything we've missed or if you've got three other things that coconut oil can be used for. Yeah, we need to make up the 20, don't we? Got to make up the 20. Three empty spots now. No mention at all that it can help with cooling in heat. Maybe that could do that. It could do. Maybe you could give that a shot. Exactly, because I want to talk about heat stress. It's warming up here in summer. We're getting, it is. We're getting, we're getting the warmer. We're getting the, the, the hooly-doolies are getting burnt. Um, they're, they're not putting coconut oil next to the pool to cool down the, cool down the, the pool coping. So, that, so they're, getting, they're getting burnt. So I want to talk about heat stress or heat stroke. Yes. It's something we see a lot in summer, uh, certainly in Australia. Bring it on. Um, and it can be life-threatening. It's very common occurrence in older overweight or as we talked about last week with uh, dr phil moses our short nose or our brachycephalic dogs like our mm. pugs french bulldogs um boxers uh, cavaliers um because these our pets don't have the same ability to sweat like humans do they obviously uh, don't don't sweat through their, their body to cool themselves down they need to mainly sweat through uh, or, or cool themselves down through panting and, and regulation yes. um regulating their body temperature so the signs of heat stress uh include excessive panting um, bright red gum colour. Mm. Not to be confused with Robbie when he looks in the teeth. He says, bright red gum colour. Let's take out those teeth. Take them out. That reputation he's getting. Get it out. I've got um, the T-shirt that says I like to want to pull them out. <laughs> Vomiting, uncoordinated walking, seizures, collapse and unconsciousness, which can uh, unfortunately sometimes result in death. Um, so, I, you know, if, if you, you, your dog or, or cat is showing signs of heat stress, it is really important actually to get to your vet fairly, fairly sort of quickly. Absolutely. So what, are, what are some things we, we can talk about, um, some tips to help your pet cool down during the summer? And this is I got from the RSPCA mm. South Wales um, uh, website. Is the uh, first no, one, don't be stupid? Yes, common sense. Common yes. sense. There it's you go. 12 of them. There is 12 points so you check you check in with me and make sure we are the full 12 we're not doubling up <laughs> and, and see see if we've got we can get more than more than coconut oil has so number one provide extra bowls of water in case one is accidentally knocked over yep good idea common sense yep number two give outdoor dogs takeaway containers filled with beef or chicken stock which has been frozen overnight that's a cool idea. I like the sound yep. of that. Number three, these sounds quite sensible, actually. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Number three, freeze half a bowl of water overnight and a half a, and add half a bowl of cool water before giving it to your pet. Nice. 
yep. a little bit of a slurpy. Yes. Uh, number four, provide extra shade in areas in your backyard using shade cloths and shade umbrellas. Yeah, good, good idea. Number five, let your pet play in paddling pools filled with water. Just yes. make sure they're always supervised or, or you know, they don't sort of drown in the, in the water. Mm. Classic one is you sort of those sandpit type clam sort of scenarios are quite good for, for dogs to be able to yep. play, play around. Really important number six, don't, don't leave your dog in the car, even yep. with your windows down. Um, even if you're in the shade, you're not going to be long. You've got tinted windows, all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, pets, they can die in as little as six minutes. Um, and the temperature in the vehicle can, can reach dangerous levels very quickly, mm. even, even on, on mild sort of days. Number seven, walk your dog in the morning or late yep. evening when it's cooler. I don't know about you, mate. I'll sort of say, you know, at least before 25 degrees, if, if your dog's a normal mm. non-brachycephalic type dog. Uh, ensure your pet always has access to shade and water throughout the day. I think we've doubled up there. Woo! Spray your, spray your pet bird with mist spray bottle, only if they like it. Yes. Or install a bird bath. Just make sure they're supervised with the bird bath as well. If you've got a small cat or dog, cool a ceramic tile or oven pan in the fridge or freezer mm-hmm. and give it to them for, for them to lie on. That's a good yeah. idea. I like that. Um, I, one, one thing that I like doing, um, although we used to do, uh, actually we'll probably still be able to do it now. Um, if you put a wet towel on, um, on tiles or lino and then you move it, it actually makes those spots a little bit cooler. So often the animals will then gravitate to it. Yeah, or, yeah, and blow a fan on that area too. Yeah. Provide a nice little uh, cool, guardy, safe sort of scenario there. Um, allow outdoor animals inside the house to share the air conditioning or the electric fan. Mm. So some great little tips. But, uh, yeah, really important one, I, th- I think the biggest one is, is don't walk when it's too hot. Yeah. Um, and, and don't don't leave your dog in the car really yeah. at all. Any sort of temperature at all. It's just just not, not doesn't work well. And if your dog makes noise while it's breathing, that is a dog that should not be exercising when it's hot. Noisy breathing, don't exercise them. Give Spot them a on. day off. Take just, just don't do it. Don't do it. Exactly. And if they are showing the signs, get them to the vet straight away. Don't think about, oh, let's see, let's give them five minutes to see yeah, if they cool down. Yeah, give them a drink down. of water, see how they go. Yeah, no, yeah that five minutes should be spent getting your dog's bum to the clinic so that we can start treating it straight yeah. away because there is so, a lot of horrible things that can happen. Yeah, exactly. And we'll, we'll douse them with some coconut oil, really sort of rub it in, balance their thyroid, won't we, mate? Do all those things to, to make sure they're okay. Yeah. Help, help, help with the yeast infections and, uh, and help, help with, the, uh, with, the, with the flaky skin. And, the carbuncle uh, and, and carbuncles arches. And, yeah, carbuncles and warts on your arches. Excellent. <laughs> All righty. So if you've got any questions, you can find us at twovetstorepets at gmail.com. Uh, we are, uh, Robbie's on MySpace. Go to, go to MySpace. Uh, um, yes. Robbie, Robbie Yellow Bubbles, I think it was, wasn't it? Robbie Yellow Bubbles 8 on MySpace.com. Yeah, go that's there. us. You can ask some questions. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Um, and, uh, and next week we might try, we're talking about trying to do a Facebook Live, aren't we, mate? Maybe. Some, some sort of a video-y sort of one so um yeah as a like a christmas special so um so we'll see how see how that goes more more details as they come to hand exactly and uh, knowing us and how busy we are it, it you know we'll try but it may not happen too we'll, so. give, we'll, give, we'll give it a crack we'll have a play yeah. with it and see if we can make it happen it would be good to do a um yeah face-to-face one us doing it otherwise we just do it online again but we'll see that's, we'll see a, that's, a, that's an on-air production meeting all right yeah, it is mate i'm off to drums and you're off to cricket yes Alrighty. peace out peace. Peace out. Scratch you later. <laughs> Mix it up. With See the you, finger. Buddy. With the finger. I'll scratch you with my finger. Scratch you later. Bye. Peace right. out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See you, mate. Get on you, buddy. Catch ya. 
Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist, and more importantly, as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals' lives, be sure to thank them with a five-star review on iTunes. Every time you do, a small, cute animal will receive a cuddle.